Romans chapter 8. And not only the creation, verse 23 says, verse 23, and not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we grow inwardly while we wait for the ad adoption, the redemption of our bodies. That's the ultimate, when the body is made conformable to the image of Christ. For in hope we were saved, now we hope that, now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. And, and um, um, hope sustains us. Earlier on in verse chapter 5, he says, hope does not disappoint us. You know, it's... Uh, it's, uh, it's something that is necessary to, to travel this world, the hope of eternal life, the hope of being made conformable with the image of Christ, with his purity, with his faith, with his love and loyalty to the one true God, which he came to exemplify for all humanity. That uh, even though the God we serve is invisible, but the God, he has revealed himself to be the God of truth and justice, the God of holiness and righteousness, you know. And so we are so be made, and Jesus, our, our Lord, he came and lived in conformity with that nature, so that we too will live in conformity with that nature. And if, if anybody, okay, if we miss that singular uh, 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 vision, of what the true worship of God is, then everything becomes really dead, meaningless religion. If our lives are not being purified to be conformed into his image. And this is a very, really very progressive thing. Nobody attains to it in perfection. But every day, yeah, the Spirit is showing you little, little things, you know, from real acts to real thoughts. And you know, and you know, thoughts are what's what be, uh, gives rise to actions. And so you, you begin to purge your thoughts of, uh, of, of things that make people do the wrong thing. You know, because Solomon said that as a man thinketh. So you see. Okay. And, and this process is, uh, is uh, enhanced by the next verse. Because uh, I was just saying, uh, uh, meditating on that, that um, it's through prayer that we internalize virtue. There's no other way to internalize virtue. You know, yes, you can wish it, but if the spirit doesn't work it, you can't internalize virtue. You keep going round and round and round in the same thing, desiring to be something and never being it. And that's why here the Bible says the spirit also, he helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. There is a mystical side to life. Okay. And that mystical side is shrouded in mysteries, mysteries. And it's for you and I 
to, to come and unearth those mysteries so we can have access to the mystical union that a man is to be made into conformity with the image of God through Christ. And that prayer is such a powerful uh, tool in that, that unless you pray to become, you know, the, 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 the spirit will not cause you and I to become. We have to pray to become. And that's why they say the spirit, he only prays, you know, now who, he who searches the hearts, he knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. He cannot pray any other thing. The Spirit cannot pray any other thing because he wants us. It, it is not about who we are. It is not, it's, it's not about what we have or what we are going to become. No, it's about who we really are in reality, not, not in show, you know, or what, who the world sees us to be, but who we really are in our hearts. You know, there is purity of action. There is purity of motive. And, and this is why, you know, uh, um, when John wrote that God is light, in him there is no darkness at all. And Jesus said that the pure in heart shall see God. We, 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 we piece all of this together and we realize that the core pursuit, you know, is to be a partaker of his holiness. As Hebrews 12.10 says, you know, that heaven is interested in so many things, of course. But the core interest is to acquire the nature of God so that we can, we can live with him forever. But the tool, everyone must know the tool that uh, if a man kneels down and say, Lord, conform me to the image of Christ. That's a great prayer. That's a great prayer. And if the, that prayer is accompanied by desire, aha, then something really deep is going to happen in the heart to, to, to take away carnalities because carnalities has diversities, so many types of carnalities. Big, okay, we, we can categorize them, big ones, small ones, you know, all manners of carnalities. And the only way to, to, to get rid of these things so that there will be real purity is to, is to let the Spirit, through prayer, do it. Because we don't even know where to begin. We don't know where to begin. But what we discover is that there is what we call the constraints of the Spirit. You can't do that. You can't think that. You can't say that. This is the process of, of pruning. And you know, some people, because they don't have the, uh, or maybe because they don't have the understanding of what is the core demand in our spiritual life, they, they think it's uh, too much. I say, but how? They're going to live in heaven where there is transparency, where there is a, 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 a absolute purity. You and I better begin the training here, you know, and asking the Holy Spirit to please help us. And that's what John was saying. So he that has this hope in him, he has to purify himself. You know, to have the hope of ever sharing eternity with God. So it's not about who is, you know, I've told, I've said it here repeatedly. It's not about who is benefiting, you know, because that's what um, affects us so badly. You know, like, oh, 
this fellow I don't really like is going to benefit from all these things. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Look at God in heaven. His purity. Even the people who are abusing him are benefiting from his love and, 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 and his uh, kindness and, and, and his uh, holiness. They all benefit. Everybody's benefiting. That's why the Bible says it makes his sun to shine on the good and the bad. Doesn't say, son, you see that man's terrible. Don't shine there. Cut him off. Ah, doesn't do that. And when the scriptures say the Holy Spirit, he, he helps our infirmities. Let us take advantage of that help. Take advantage of that help. You know, you know I've, told, I've mentioned it here before that it is those who can't, who go to God and say, I can't. They, they are the ones that can, you know. But those who think that they can, they are the ones that fail in the end. You see, we bring weakness to God so we can gain strength. You know, if you bring strength to God, ah, they are going to push you aside, you know. So we, we learn to bring weakness to God all the time so that our lives can continue to improve. Lord, you know, you know, you know, I can't. Just, just do it in me. Just help me. Just, just let the nature of Christ be revealed through my life every day as I go forth. Amen. This is what it's all about. You know, this is what it's all about. And the Spirit is ever present, ever willing, and ever ready to assist us. You know, and you know what often happens when, when people uh, uh, take one step forward, they take three steps backwards. So these are all the things we guard against. Don't, don't, don't fall back now or don't go and rest in your hours like they say or don't, don't go and, re and relax. No. Just, just, and, and it's not as if um, um, it's going to put a strain on you. No, if, you do, if it's done by the Spirit, it won't put strain on you because the Spirit, you will be doing it and you will not, you will not even, you know, like Jesus said, come, come and take my yoke upon you. You see, my yoke is uh, easy and my burden is light. Amen. Amen.